Welcome to the She Did It Her Way podcast, where it's all about making the ultimate leap from your nine to five and building a business and life you love, all while doing it your way. I'm your host, Amanda Boleyn. Let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the She Did It Her Way podcast. I feel like my voice is extra sultry right now just because I am working through a lovely cold that has been hanging around for roughly a week now and am trying to kick it. So never mind the deep voice. But anyway, um, I want to tell you, I actually did something that I haven't done in a really, really long time. And that is, I called an audible, which means at the final minute, I made a decision that was different than the plan. And that means that today, there's actually supposed to be a different podcast episode for you to tune into. But over the weekend, and today is Sunday, I had felt on my heart and my intuition that what I am sharing today is what needed to be shared, not what was originally scheduled. And you, if you've been following along on the podcast or Instagram, you know that I tend to lean in the on the side of more organized or streamlined and planned out. I like a plan. I don't enjoy changing the plan. Yet, I've been going through a transformation of really trying to listen to my intuition and follow those hits of inspiration when I get them. And so today, you're getting this podcast episode instead of the one that was scheduled, which will definitely launch at some point. No worries on that. But I wanted you to hear this message today. And this isn't a long podcast episode. It's rather short, but I do believe it's very powerful because especially when there's so many people talking about 2020 and your goals and what's your vision and what do you want. And to be honest, sometimes we don't all feel that. And I haven't quite yet felt that for 2020 yet. And I'm not entirely forcing it, which trust me, there's been moments where I have found myself to say, oh, I need to plan 2020. I need to set my goals. I need to set my revenue goals. I need to do this. Do, 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 do. And yet, my gut, my intuition was like, this doesn't feel right. Like it's not the right time. It's not the right time. I need to wait. I need to wait. And while I can't necessarily explain like there's a purpose or reason or this is why I'm getting the nudge to hold on and and to, to wait and to take my time with setting it, it's really just listening and not getting caught up in what others are doing and doing what others are doing just because they're doing it, right? So last year in 2018, October 2018, I had sat down and planned out the entire 2019, right? And let me tell you, three months in, that completely changed. It shifted. It didn't go according to plan, right? Which now I really only, I have a vision for where I want to go. But when it comes to planning, I really only look 90 days out. Because that for me is a sizable time that I can have some sort of influence and control where it's more tangible versus trying to plan the exact year about this is when I do when, this is when I do what, et cetera, et cetera, versus having a vision. Now, what I will say is, so this podcast episode is more to give you permission that if you're not feeling the goal setting and planning for 2020, you're not alone and it's okay. 
Because sometimes when you do things at the right time in the right place in the right alignment, magic happens. And trying to force it isn't always the best way to do it because you might not be aligning with the magic. So instead of planning 2020, I want to offer you some questions and some steps to help you come at it from a different angle. So this past week, and the reason why I decided to swap out the podcast interview that was regularly scheduled for today is because I was having so much resistance on planning and feeling like I should set my goals and I should do all of this. I just had that resistance because it didn't feel right. Yet I did sit down on Saturday morning and I was going through a workbook from a training that I previously enrolled and purchased and attended. Um, and if you guys are listening, it was Amy Porter Porterfield's promotional calendar training. And I started going through the questions, which ironically, I tried going through the questions a week prior but it felt rushed. It felt forced. It felt I had to do this. And so it became another checkbox where on Saturday morning, I was like, I literally don't need to do anything. I can just sit here. I can be, I can watch Netflix. I can read, but I found myself wanting to go through the workbook. And that's a really big difference of, of wanting and creating that space and environment versus telling yourself like, oh my gosh, I need to do this. I should, I should, I should. It's two different energies. So when I sat down Saturday, I had my cup of Nespresso, which if you follow along on Instagram, you know, I love my Nespresso. I wish I could travel with that thing everywhere. It is amazing. Anyway, um, and I had my cup of Nespresso. I slept in and I was like, okay, it feels really good. Now I kind of want to give myself permission to dive into it and go through the questions and kind of go through the process that she's laid out. And I want to share a few questions that um, I went through when I was going uh, through this whole process and her steps. And I think there's like five or six steps. But anyway, some of the questions were really helpful because in the past, yes, I would reflect on the business in the in the past year, or I would reflect on the past year. So whether you have your business or you're just starting it, like this is still really good exercise to ask yourself these questions. And but in the past, I wasn't really reflecting on, you know, certain things that created more alignment for the future. It was more of what did I do and then what what do I think I should do next year, right? There's that word should. I was shooting all over myself. And these questions, such as giving, um, I'm going to give you a few of them here. It was, what felt easy in 2019? What felt hard? What did you feel most excited about? And where did you make the most amount of money? Now, there were so many more questions, but those are four questions that I want to give you because when we're doing things that feel really good and excite us, we are so much more in alignment than forcing something. Now, there's a difference between forcing it being hard. Building a business and growth, it can be challenging. It can be hard. But there's a difference between forcing. And the difference, what I have found and what, what, what I have discovered forcing feels like for me is it's really, really hard. And my, like my gut and my intuition is speaking to me saying, this isn't right. This isn't right. And yet I ignore it and I go beyond it and it fails. So when I look back and I answer these questions about what felt easy, what excited me, what made the most money and what felt hard, the what felt easy and what made the most money and what excited me 
when I look back was number one, as an example, was the She Did It Her Way Summit. It was a three-day in-person live event. Hundreds of women came from all across the country, even the North America from Canada, which Carolina, if you're listening, I'm talking about you. Um, And it was freaking amazing. And it was the easiest thing out of my entire business that I probably have done in 2019. And I'm going to do a full recap um, either next week or in a few weeks about what I learned in 2019 and what I'm focusing on in 2020. And that was one of the easiest things. And to be honest, I almost decided not to do the event and for a couple of different reasons, which I'll explain later, but I almost decided not to do the event. And to think about the fact when I look back and I say, putting on that event was the easiest thing and it excited me. I loved it. I felt like I was in my zone of genius because I love facilitating. I love speaking. I love teaching and I love hosting and um, really working through in like maestroing, if you will. And we made just roughly between sponsorship ticket sales and then offered a six month kind of mini mastermind um, business transformation accelerator on the back end, close to $45,000, which was the easiest money that I feel like I've made in the business all year. So what was really eye-opening to me going through these exercises was, wait a second, business can actually be really easy. Business can be really fun. And business, and, and forget about like whatever what everyone else is doing, focus on alignment for you and asking yourself what excited you, what felt easy, and what generated the most money. And don't judge it. If you are only maybe, let's say, a couple months in and and you generated $5,000, like that's $5,000. That is money. Of the $5,000, what what felt really good? What excited you? Because again, there's difference. Like when I started out facilitating in um, being a subcontractor in 2012, it was really hard. But it was some of the most rewarding work because every day, I mean, I would, at the beginning, I was learning how to facilitate. I was learning sales. And, but I wanted to, it was exciting. I wanted to be on my feet. I knew I wanted it. And so that being in that alignment and it being challenging, it was worth it because I wanted to do it and it was exciting and it felt really good. So I want you to, you know, drop the pressure of having to plan things, having to know exactly what 2020 is going to look like right now. It will come to you and offering up these questions will help you start to get yourself in that mindset to get excited about what's happening and first start focusing on what feels good, what excited you, what what felt easy, and then what felt hard and figure out like, okay, can I remove or start to minimize what felt hard? What was hard about it and how can I change it? And then do and fo- or focus more on the things that excited you, that felt easy in 2019 and bring them into 2020. Now, if you want to continue it, which I did, is really think about after you go through all um, the, the, those questions, you can start to brainstorm and think of, you know, what what is a number that feels good in 2020? I'm talking your financial number and don't overthink this. And yes, if you're just starting out in business, it's, it gets easier as you have a few more years under your belt because then you start to know, okay, what makes money, what doesn't? If I eliminate this, and how is it going to change that? But Give yourself permission to think of a number and maybe aim a little bit higher than what you might. That might be a little bit more uncomfortable because here's the thing. If you set a goal that is higher than what you achieve, you could potentially still achieve a number that's higher than what you had originally set. 
And goals are simply just numbers that you are setting and working towards achieving. That's all. So set a goal that is inspiring, that stretches you, that is like, ooh, you know, if I did that, that would be freaking amazing. Um, And don't worry about how you're going to do it. That will come. So after you set your number goal, then then you can start to brainstorm, you know, three to five things that you really want to focus on in 2020 that you really want to dive into based on your answers of what felt good, what excited you, what are you most looking forward to and what felt easy and what made you the most money. And then how can you prune that into a list of three to five things that you can really focus on? Now, it doesn't mean that you're bounded by this list of things, because again, we almost have to leave room for magic to take place. And if we're trying to constantly force things and fill our calendars with specific things that we've already planned out and there's no space for magic, that's going to be challenging, right? So making sure that you're leaving some space for some magic. We want that to happen. And then from there, what you can do is based on the three to five things that you listed out, you can play with the numbers on the goal that you'd set for yourself. So to take that number goal, take the three to five things knowing that those three to five things are things that you actually want to do that actually excite you that you don't feel like you should one of my clients has been in business for a year she's side hustling toward she's building her business as she's um, working full-time and I was like hey friend what is it that you really want to do what excites you and she went on about leadership development and wanting to work with women and and help them uncover their power and all these things. And I said, do that. Your energy, when you just explain how excited you are about women in leadership and personal development and all that stuff and working with women in corporate, go there. Do that. Give yourself permission. Sometimes we have to, you know, there's so much information out there. It's not, it's not a problem about finding information. It's more of having discipline to discern the information, to turn off social media, to not listen to a podcast episode this week um, or multiple podcast episodes this week, and to filter out the information that's coming in. Because if we are not taking time to filter that, we could then be finding ourselves in a position of doing things simply because other people are doing them, right? Or feeling pressured that we need to do business a certain way. Um, I shared on the podcast a few weeks ago about my most recent launch and it felt like I had all the specific things in place from email marketing to deadline funnels, all this stuff, yet I, I I had everything on the surface there, but I was failing to really drop in into my intuition, in into alignment about what was really exciting me about it, what felt really easy about it. And it it's the outcome speaks for itself, right? So really be mindful about just doing, 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 humming on the surface, but not really dropping in to what it is that is in alignment with you and what excites you. Because imagine if you are in one lane and you are doing, doing, doing based on what you think you should be doing and it's taking you a year to get to where you want to go. But if you got actually into alignment and forgot about all the constructs and what should what you should be doing and you moved over into the other lane, the other alignment, you could potentially like imagine how fast you would catapult yourself 
into achieving what it is that you want to do. And for the longest time, I had always believed that like, oh, it's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be hard, right? Like, yes, there's challenges and growing isn't easy and expanding yourself isn't easy, but there's a difference between forcing and it being hard because it's, there's a hard forcing and then there's like a challenging hard. And the challenging hard is where you grow. The, the hard and the forcing is that there's something there in your gut that, that is being like, hey, something's not right. Like we got to tune this up. We got to get in alignment. We got to take a small pivot, right? So really listen to that. And part of going back full circle, when you are in alignment, you are the most excited. You are in easy. You are in flow. It's ease. It, it, it excites you. So going back to that. And again, because when you're doing that and you're, you're feeling that and you hit a challenge, it's a different challenge. It's not the forcing. So really be mindful of that. And, and one of the examples that I was really trying to think of before I recorded this was that if you've ever been on a plane and you know when you're like smooth flying and you don't hit turbulence, it's because I'm pretty like you're in a, you're in a, a stream that it's just easy, right? And you're cruising along. But then you, you hit turbulence. And so the pilot needs to adjust or the machine or the, the device, the plane itself will adjust and it will, will lower. It'll go to 30,000 feet. It'll try to go to 33,000 feet, but it's looking for a pocket to find itself in easy flow. And then it finds itself in easy flow and it can, it can fly faster. But going through turbulence, is it, it's harder. It takes longer time. You're being blocked by wind. You're being rocked all over. And so if we can view ourselves as how can I find the easiest way to fly to my destination? How can I find the smoothest way to fly? How can I find the most exciting way to fly? Well, turbulence might be exciting to some people, but not to most, but you get what I'm saying, right? And really tuning yourself. But part of it is just listening and feeling those feelings of excitement and what makes you, what, 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 felt, what feels easy, what felt easy and what felt good right? So really focusing on that. So as you go into 2020, um, know that you're not alone in terms of, oh my gosh, I haven't set my goals yet because you're just, you're not alone, right? But I hope that through this podcast today, my goal was to offer up that A, you're not alone and B, a different way to start setting your goals than maybe you have in the past and start by actually asking yourself those questions to get into alignment and give yourself permission to do what you really, really want to do, right? So my client, I I shared with her, I said, do that, go there. The way you just talked about what you want to do, the energy was so different than when you're just rattling off all the things that you have right now. Go to that place of excitement and thrilling, Because only you get to decide what you want to do with your life and you get to do it your way. The whole purpose of this podcast, and sometimes I have to bring myself back to the vision because I also get lost and caught up in everything else that's going. But it really truly is about you doing it your way. She did it her way. And if your way is different than how everyone else is doing it and it's working, so be it. Live in it. That's your truth. That's your alignment. Give yourself permission to continue following that. So I will see you back here next week. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I would love for you to screenshot it. Tag she did it her way. Let me know what was your aha. DM me. I'm in and out of the the direct messages um, on Instagram. I would love to connect with you over there. Until next week, keep doing it your way. 
If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head on over to she did it her way podcast.com where you can access the entire vault of she did it her way podcast episodes and more information all about how to make the ultimate leap from your nine to five. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you headed on over to iTunes and left a review, letting me know what you love about the she did it her way podcast until next time. Keep doing it your way.